Stone on air coming up. Completely unsanctioned by the church. Stone on air. Whatever, let's just do this. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Give human beings opportunity and you'll be absolutely shocked with what people do with it. Stone on air coming up. Stone on air. Wasn't entirely sure we we're going to do a show this week, or today, or the rest of this month, but I decided to anyway, because there's things to talk about. This is Stone On Air podcast, live to tape at WAWL.org. I mean to get all technical on you and use all this jargon, but last week I, uh, I think it was Instagrammed a shot here in the studio when Ryan Oyer was in, and I kind of did like a <clears throat> like a panoramic thing, and somebody said, an industry guy I know said, uh, hey, how about you not broadcast in mono there, pal? I was like, we're not in mono, what are you talking about? Well, I look over here at the screen now. Well, it looks like we were in mono last week on that show anyway, because that's clearly stereo. Of course, you can't see what I'm talking about, but whatever. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast. We'll have this thing posted at 11 a.m. on July 28th. Is it already the 28th? It sure is. 2016 jumped up and ran off without me almost. Still got a few months left, but it'll be gone before you know it. We'll have a new president before you know it as well. <clears throat> Whether you like him or her, that's going to happen before you know it. And that's kind of going to be some things discussed today. Uh, my guest today is Austin Hall. He's going to uh, join me a little bit later on in the hour. We'll probably, again, every week I'd, or every podcast or every day or whatever and this is new world to me trying to figure it out make it up as I go kind of deal I, I, I think being um, kind of short and quick and concise and to the point is probably a better idea than than droning on for you know two hours like we used to do or I used to do or they still do over at that uh, <clears throat> rundown radio station across the uh, across the city over there that they do their live shows every day I, I tend to think that maybe it's better to keep it quick and to the point but then you start going and it's like hold on I'm not done yet I can't stop yet so we'll uh, we've been doing and i keep saying we because it used to be three of us that did a show at the old at the old uh junkie station and now it's just me for the most part so forgive me for my you know pronouns or whatever that is uh, being all screwed up but uh, a handful of things to get to today uh the stones throw segment coming up here in just a couple of minutes i'm going to ask you to think about this and think about it long and hard and don't jump out don't jump up and get all mad like hey 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 hold on man i think I've, 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 no one tells me what to do just i want you to think about 
why you believe what you do and why you vote the way you vote and why your passions are where your passions are. Just, just to think about it. I'm, and I'm not questioning it. Again, I come from a perspective-based model here. Most, most times I do any kind of radio show. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that you're crazy, stupid, and dumb. I'm just asking you to question and, and, and just think about why you do think and believe the way you do. We'll do that here in just a few minutes. Um, <clears throat> and I meant to do this last week because I did a week long of these shows. Uh, and again, thank you to Don Hickson and David Mack and uh, Chris Willis. And I always forget Bruce's last name. It's on the other side of that door. Bruce, uh, who's the head of the media technologies. Thank you to any, anybody who allows me to, to come here and, and, and do this show. Uh, I meant to mention this last week. Every year for years and years and years, me and my buddies got together and played like Sandlot ball, Sandlot baseball, not little girl softball, underhand toss stuff that, you know, a lot of you got beer league stuff, like baseball, overhand throwing. Uh, often now that they're getting older too, you know, seven, eight, ten years ago, I was the getting older guy and they were all the kids. Now I'm the much older guy and they're the getting older kids. Uh, but good, pretty high quality, mostly, mostly high school level ball. We get together and play over at the East Brainerd ball fields almost every single week. And it was just as much fun as anything I could possibly do. And then, you know, life gets in the way and you don't do it as much. Last year, I think we did one or two. The year before that, maybe one or two. And this year it was looking like we weren't going to get anything in. Well, it looks like Sunday, this Sunday, July 31st at the Summit, Ball fields, which I, well, we got a little bit of a motley crew. I, I as a as a as a nice uh, facility out there. So I hope we don't uh, irritate the locals. But uh, the summit out in College Dale, Udawa area out there, we're going to try to get together as many uh, guys or girls too as we can to play some baseball. We call it. Um, I've never been a huge fan of the name, and I've even though I am not on FCC regulated radio, I can say any word I want. But out of respect to the school and to WAWL.org, and because I think it's ridiculous just to you know throw around profanities just for the sake of it, I don't do it here. But we call it Bleep Fest, um, or at least that's the name they gave it. Uh, so if you want to play some ball, come on out to Summit. Well, you come one, come all. <clears throat> um, Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Before I get to the Stone's Throw segment here, uh, let's. what else do I have here? We just got back from Denver the other day. It was very nice to be around a lot of like-minded people. That's going to kind of segue into asking, why do you believe, think, vote, or have your ideology the way that it is? Uh, did you come up with it on your own? Did someone else tell you about it? I, I think there's a mixture of those two. But it's very nice to be able to go out to a certain area of the country and pretty much everywhere you go, you're all pretty much like-minded. You all pretty much agree on everything. And if you don't, you don't really care because you're all cool. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, last night, uh, the uh, third and uh, next to last night of the DNC, the uh, Democratic National Convention up in Philadelphia, uh, I am unapologetic uh, in my life. I've often been apologetic about things regularly that I thought because of where I live, 
because of where I work and because of who I might be around, I've got to be careful about what I say. I'm done with that, man. You, you know, you can go jump off a bridge if you if you're that that upset about the way that I think about things. Uh, I am a I am a fan of our president. I like him a lot. As a matter of fact, I think he's one of the better ones of a generation uh, of a couple generations. <clears throat> so I thought he hit a home run last night. You know, do they stretch the truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all do, um, and that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit later on in the hour uh, with the Bernie movement. <clears throat> um, do they? Are they disingenuous to a, to a certain degree? Yeah, yeah, they, they are. Speaking of they, saying they, meaning politicians, often they are. Um, but can, can President Obama deliver one hell of a speech? Yes, he can, just about every time he gets up there. And last night was, um, was no exception. Um, I've got some news and notes from all of what I, I jotted down while I watched it last night. I don't think I'm even going to get into that. I mean, I, he... he uh, Rarely misses a beat. I mean, he, he rarely stumbles. I mean, he stumbled one time, I think. And they call him the teleprompter in, in chief that you're just being a hater. They all use teleprompters and they all and the good ones can can stray away from the teleprompters and, and do some really cool, you know, some say some really um, either, you know, funny things or thought provoking things, things of that nature. So I thought it was good tonight. Hillary will be doing her thing. I, uh, I, I'm not the biggest fan in the world. I don't know a lot of people that are. Um, and that's going to be, again, part of the more things we talk about here coming up in a minute. One thing right before the Stone's Throw segment I will say is I was beginning to wonder why Tim Kaine, the um, dude from Virginia, I can't even remember, I think he was a governor. Yeah, for, pardon my, governor of, 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 uh, of Virginia. Um, why Tim Kaine? Why? Because there's always a there's always a reason, and uh, I figured out well, last night what I believe was the specific reason. The guy's completely bilingual. He spoke, I would say, fifteen percent of his of his speech at the DNC last night was in Spanish. He just kind of intertwined it in, and he's you know kind of from that. Uh, you know, I mean, we're just trying to get back the West Virginia side of in that area that she's kind of alienated with some of the things she said. So that's part of the reason, but he's, he's speaks fluent Spanish. And so that was, that was to me the biggest reason uh, why Tim Kane is the running mate for Hillary Clinton. The opening segment of the stone on air podcast, which you can find on iTunes and stoneonair.com. SoundCloud is where it originates and pretty much any podcast app you have just Search out Brian Stone, and it should pull up right there, and you can take the show with you anywhere you go. The opening segment is Stone's Throw. Heads up. It's Stone's Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. Beep, beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me. I'm stupid. I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? Austin Hall is going to be my guest here in just next segment, next two segments. As a matter of fact, local musician from the band called Sam Killed the Bear. Also, uh, we'll play a little live later on. Got a battle of the bands coming up we'll talk about. And he's a staunch Bernie Sanders 
supporter, which I am a mild Bernie Sanders supporter, and a uh, but he's also a hashtag never Hillary Bernie Sanders kind of guy, and I am not that. So we will talk about that a little bit here in the next segment. But for this one, before we go to the first break here. I, uh, I, you know, I go out to Denver, I go out to uh, other areas of the country, or you just hang out right here in Tennessee, Chattanooga, getting a little more blended on its political uh, views, but not when it comes to the electorate, you know, the people actually vote, it's really not. I mean, it's, 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 it's the, the voting's going the way you don't even barely have to show up. I mean, you should, but you don't have to, you pretty much know how it's going to go. But so you go to somewhere like Denver or uh, California or an Oregon, or uh, just insert a lot of different, uh, <clears throat> a lot of different uh, areas of the country, and it's just very staunch the way that it goes, the way that the ideology is everywhere you go, and it's, it just gets you thinking: How is it that these certain pockets of the country are so concentrated with this kind of one? It's not necessarily one way of thinking, but very, very similar ways of thinking. And it's it's just like, does everybody just move there? Do you just wake up one day and say, well, everybody's out in Colorado Springs, so I'm going to, you know, where all my like-minded people, so I'm going to move there. Well, no, that's not how it works. We can't, you know, most Americans, middle class to lower middle class to even upper middle class, we can't just jump up and move somewhere because we, there's more people that agree with the way we think. Plus, well, most of us don't want to do that. There is that certain level of familiarity, and you, 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 most of us, especially in this area of the world, of meaning geographically, really enjoy where we come from. You know, I don't want to live in Denver; I just want to visit Denver. So, how does that happen? Um, and it gets me to thinking. Well, I guess it starts at the root. Why do you believe how you believe? Why do you think the way that you think? Why do you vote the way that you vote? And I'm talking about from every level, from the president up at the top to the city councilman at the bottom to the bigger, wider question of faith and everything else. Why do you think that way? You're not born racist. You've heard that line many times, right? You're not born racist. You're, you're taught racism. Well, the same thing applies to anything else. You're not born a Democrat. You become a Democrat. You're not born a Republican. You become a Republican. You're not born a Christian. You become a Christian. So I ask you to just think about yourself, about your friends, about your peer group, about your, if you're younger and you're in school, about your educators, about your, uh, your denomination, your yours, where you Sunday, Saturday, Wednesday, whenever you go there, think about the, the the person talking to you from the pulpit there too. Think about it all the way around. Why do these people, yourself included, but also think about your surroundings? Why do they think the way and believe the way that they do? It is my belief that it is. You will find that it was because that is exactly what they've been told or taught. To believe, think, or otherwise. And I find that to be terrifying. Terrifying. That so many people in my life, or not necessarily even in my life, but just examining with 
just you know the human condition and just using observation that well you you are the same denomination as your parents and your grandparents and you guys vote for the same people that your parents and your grandparents and all the I just I I if you truly believe the way you do because you have Again, it's the show me the work thing. The answer is in the back of the book. First page says, what are you going to do with your life? The last page says, be a Christian. All the middle part, I'd like to know how you got from that point to the other. And I don't need you to come with me and, you know, at, at Stone on Air on, on all uh, social media. I don't need you to necessarily come and give me all these answers. I just want you to think about it. I'm not, I mean, I can't take phone calls. This isn't a regular radio show. That's fine. I don't want to take phone calls. That's not why we do this. So this isn't. Again, it's not a, it's not a rhetorical question, but it's, it is a, a question that doesn't necessarily need an exact answer. If you were born in Japan, just think about this: if you were born in Japan, you would practice Buddhism or Shinto. You would, because that's what your culture and your society and your family and your peer group and whoever else—that's what the rest of them do, and that's what you would do. And you would and you would likely be devout. And very and 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 very active in those in that religion practice. If you were born in Bangladesh, Hinduism. If you were born in Pakistan, Sunni or Shia Islam. That's what you you whether you like the sound of this or not. If that's where you were born and that's where you were raised in Pakistan, you would either be a Sunni or a Shia Islam. Very very likely. Why? Because that's what you were told that you were supposed to do from the time you were a little, barely even old enough to speak yet. And then, of course, Israel or anywhere of a descent of Israel, you would have Judaic faith, Hebrew, something along those lines. And in America and and most of the other areas of the world, Canada, South America, even most areas of Africa, meaning closer to South Africa, Middle Africa, Australia, whatever, throwing, you would likely be of some denomination of Christianity. And then that's where a lot of your basis starts right there. Right. And then you start to form ideology from there. So I just, I just, I ask you to, to question, maybe, maybe not question yourself, but just reevaluate why exactly do you believe and think the way that you do? Because we've gotten so divisive now. It's just, if you believe this, I don't like you. And if you believe this, I don't like you. And I'm finding myself falling into that trap, and that's dangerous. And the biggest problem is, is most people don't even understand why they believe or think the way that they do. And that is the most terrifying part. There's a book, and again, I've, I've meant, I should have brought it again. I've mentioned this on the old station a few times, and it's a very, very faith-based book. So it's not a lot, I had a lot in there that I don't even like that much. But it's how do you, how do you kill 11 million people? referring to the Holocaust. How do you kill 11 million people? And you can insert, how do you manipulate 11 million people or 100 million people or an entire uh, demographic of people? You lie to them. You lie to them from the moment they're, they're born. When they're five years old and they're seven years old and they're 12 years old and they're 15 years old, you just keep lying. And the more you lie to them, the more they believe it and the more you have a confused voter base a confused faith based a confused everything because you just don't know what's true because you hadn't spent your especially here in america you haven't spent any real damn time trying to figure it out for yourself
That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about everybody being lied to and creating opinions and ideology that's based on fiction. And that's that's the scary part of stuff. So just think about it. Think about that. Think about you. Think about why you do whatever. Think about why your best friend does. It might scare you a little bit. Because I know what you're thinking, and I'd say the same thing. Not me. Not me, man. Not me. I've, I've, I've come up with my own thoughts. Good for you. Most others don't. This is the Stone On Air podcast. We'll put the wraps on this segment. Come back. Austin Hall is going to hang out with me. We'll play a song at the end of the uh, hour. Talk about a battle of bands coming up in September. Uh, I'm going to give you reasons to vote for Gary Johnson. We're going to talk about Never Hillary. We're going to talk about Feel the Burn. We're going to talk about Trump. Less Trump, more the other. And we'll do that coming up next on the Stone on Air podcast. If you're on iTunes, if you're on SoundCloud, if you're on stoneonair.com, you've got the show. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Oh, darling, what juicy gossip I have for our listeners. The on air. I don't know how old you were in 1992, but this song reminds me a lot of the good parts of the 1990s. We're listening to it for a minute. Of course, Fleetwood Mac was the uh, theme song of the Bill Clinton presidency. And you couldn't help but be a fan of a lot of the things going on in the 1990s as a child of the 90s. Austin Hall is here with me from Sam Kill the Bear. Which mic we got you on there? Mike 3. You got me? We good? Yep, we got you. Uh, you're younger than me. You were, a, you were a literal child of the 90s. I say I was a child of the 90s. I was a little bit older. And there Stuff like this is why I've always enjoyed, or like a song with this kind of message, is why I was from a very young age, and everything to do with my mom and dad, that the concept of never stop looking forward, never stop moving in a better direction was something I that resonated with me very, very, uh, a lot at a very early age. Um, but uh, we are in a different time different things we don't need to going back and reminiscing about the 90s is contradictory to what to what i'm talking about the moving forward thing but i just i thought last night i was like you know i think i need to go dig uh, some fleetwood mac uh up for uh for, for today's segment austin thank you for being here man i appreciate it thanks for having me man um band sam killed the bear uh been making a lot of uh, a lot of noise in the local music scene recently, and it, and, and, and it sounds good, and we'll play a little bit here a little bit later on, um, and you've got a big battle of the bands coming up uh, in September. Yeah, we do. Um, we're actually not participating in it. We're, we're sort of hosting yeah, you're it. Yeah, you're, you're the organizer. Uh, yeah, when the, we got some nice prizes coming to the winter that they're going to actually open for us on one of our shows, so it's... Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We got about seventeen bands coming. The through. entrepreneurial spirit of Austin, but I thought you—you're a Bernie guy, so that means you don't like to work. 
Well, I don't know you about don't, that. You don't, you don't want to do work. You want people just to give you everything so you can have the show and the band just show up and play for free. I thought that's what that was, right? That's what they say, isn't it? Well, so I mean, sort of behind closed doors, people don't know this about me. I'm actually a, a full-time teacher as well. I got a couple different hats. Wait, you have a job? I do, believe it or not. Health you're insurance, a Ber- too. You're a Bernie fan, a Bernie supporter. I didn't think you had jobs. That's what they say. Job, health insurance, house, car, the whole works. Wow. We'll get to more of that here in just a minute. Austin Holland with me, Brian Stone on the Stone On Air podcast. You do have three options for voting this year. Um, and I have to be just plead my ignorance I don't know, going back on the Libertarian Party, if they're on the ballot, how long they've been on the ballot in all 50 states. I didn't get around. I was working late and then putting together things for the show and then watching the DNC, and I didn't have time to go back and look at that. But that doesn't matter, because this year they're on, the Libertarian ticket is on all 50 states, which is cool. I'm going to give you, this is a, a, a piece that I found, and I've... As always, when I put these together, I, there's too much here to read. I'm not going to do all of this, but it's really long. It's very slanted and biased. Uh, I try to cut most of that out. It's from the odysseyonline.com by a, a, a girl named Stephanie Manning. Five reasons to vote for Gary Johnson. A lot of you might not know who Gary Johnson is. We're going to talk a little bit more about Hillary and Bernie in just a minute, but I just want to make sure you do realize you have other choices. And if you just even want to write your own damn name in, you can do that too. I mean, you don't have to vote for one of the two. And I've said many times, especially on the old shows and the old stations, you don't have to vote, period. You have just as much right to not vote as you do vote. Now, do I suggest you don't vote? No, I don't suggest you don't. But I don't demonize you if you don't. Because if you're not, if you're not on board with what the person who, who is running and, and the choices that you're given... If you're not on board with what they what they're wanting to do, then you shouldn't support it. It's I mean it's I I believe it. If you strip it down to that, and and you don't want to, then that's absolutely fine. But here's quickly who is Gary Johnson? Well, he's a libertarian now. He used to be a Republican. He was a Republican governor of New Mexico from '94 to 2003. He goes on to talk about this. He's got a, a construction business, probably a, you know certainly a multimillionaire. If you're running for president, you're you know you're generally a multimillionaire. Uh, cut taxes 14 times while in office in New Mexico, retired in 03, and one of the, New Mexico is one of the only four states with a completely balanced budget. Now, I will say, it's often easy to kind of trick you on the numbers on what a balanced budget is, but that's what this person, Stephanie Manning, says. I didn't have time to fact check every bit of this. The Libertarian Party is on all 50 states' ballots, so there will be three to choose from. Johnson... Hillary, or freaking Trump. Yeah, that's where we're at. Guy named Gary Johnson, Hillary Clinton, or the reality TV star, Don Trump. When it comes to social issues, coming up with the number one reason, Gary Johnson agrees with Bernie Sanders on 73% of social issues. So you believe in women's rights, legalization of marijuana, gay rights, Johnson is your guy. Also believes in very small government. I'm I am not a super small government guy. I actually believe that that some they're not a huge, big, overpowering communist government. Don't want that. But I do believe that if you have the right person, some bigger government is is not a bad thing. He knows how to balance a budget. 
Are you concerned with $20 trillion in debt? Well, of course you are. We all are. His business-like approach is better than the traditional political approach, according to this girl who wrote this story from the odysseyonline.com. He wants to cut government spending in all the right places, according to her. Johnson believes that the government has criminalized too many aspects of people's uh, personal lives. Says the failed war on drugs, the greatest example. Well, over 100 million people have, at one time or another, used marijuana. I'm surprised it's not only 100. Surprised it's more like half the damn country. And it's getting more and more because nobody cares about that anymore. It's me talking. Nobody cares. They just don't. only person that does is your grandmother. Or maybe your, your, your mom, but she'll get over it eventually. His foreign policy is quote-unquote on point. This is where I, where I, I, I get lost a little bit when we start talking about foreign policy because it is so complicated. And, it, you know, Don Trump, you know, says we're just, you know, we'll take him out, you know, tomorrow. And we all know that's not true. Uh, the approach we're taking right now doesn't seem to be working. Um, so, I mean, what his foreign po- his foreign policy is basically stay out of everything unless in a, like a, a super close ally or NATO needs us. I think most of us can agree with that to a certain degree, but man, it's more complicated than that. And then uh, lowering taxes while actually decreasing the national debt. Uh, the one thing here that I it, it just lots and lots and lots of words, uh, but the tax code is more than 70,000 pages long and enforced by a government agency that has uh, around 100,000 employees. Around 100,000 employees on the government payroll putting together 70,000 pages of tax code. That means nobody knows what's going on over there, and 100,000 people are employed to figure make sure that nobody gets it. That is a problem. Can Gary Johnson get in there and fix it? I doubt it. But at least that's his message. And on the way out here, polls uh, show that Johnson has 11.5% of America's vote. Again, I don't know that that's true. I believe, it, I believe it's at least close to true. And that number is important because in the past, Libertarian nominees have gotten barely 1%. So he's 10% above where the, the past numbers have, have averaged. That means, once again, talking about Bernie, even, even talking about Trump, there's cultural and societal shifts going on all around us. And to a certain degree, depending on where you're going with it, that's a good thing. Instead of having to choose between the worst of both parties, let's make America sane again by electing the best of the both parties. And that would be from, or not both, all three of the parties, that would be the Libertarian party be a libertarian you won't regret it again that was stephanie manning from the odysseyonline.com bias slanted for sure but it's real and gary johnson is there and you don't have to choose between hillary and and and, and trump but just this week we now officially have hillary clinton as uh um the uh the nominees not presumptive anymore she is official uh austin hall my guest from sam kill the bear you are a a, a staunch Bernie Sanders supporter. Indeed I am. It has not been the best week for me right now. No, and I know, I mean, and you're very vocal on social media and you do it very tastefully. Um, so I do appreciate that. Uh, you get on there sometimes, I mean, I, sometimes it's just like, I got to turn this stuff off, man. I can't, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I can't look at this nonsense when people are being just so ridiculous. It's but, hard to keep the emotions out of it when it, you don't have to talk face to face. It's very true. Um, but explain to me, how old are you again? 
I am 26, almost 27. 26. God, that's a great age. Um, explain to me why you're a Bernie Sanders fan or supporter. I think fan's the wrong word, supporter. You can call, call me a fan, I suppose. Well, well, you're a fan too, but to be more, you know. To, um, to, to, to start this off with, I before, before Bernie Sanders, I had voted one time. It was for uh, extra credit in a poli-sci class. Um, I just I am really turned off by the whole idea of politics in general. Um, As are many, many, many. It it just I've never really been a fan of people who you know are lying to you about things, telling you things that they think you want to hear, when in reality you know that what they are saying is not, you know, it, it's not what they mean. It's not genuine, right? And I and what what brought me into the Bernie Sanders camp? I had I didn't know about his uh, his health care plan. I didn't know about his free college plan. What brought me into the Bernie Sanders camp was his compassion towards people that politicians just generally disregard and don't show compassion to. Um, it, his uh, truthfulness, his his he just seemed more genuine than anybody I had seen behind a podium with a tie on uh, in Congress. So. I do believe he's authentic and uh, very much a humanitarian. That's, which which is a which are very good uh, qualities in a person. Yes. That's that's what brought me in. And had you know, had he been Gary Johnson, had he been a libertarian, maybe I would have. You know, he he brought me into politics, so maybe he might have shaped some of my views. But I, you know, everybody has their influences. The um, same question you just basically answered it, but just to rephrase the question and just give a little bit more thought to it. Why hashtag never Hillary? Why anybody but Hillary, even now when our choices are down to only three? I get that movement when you've got 20 people to choose from. I wouldn't ask you the question. Now we're, because you're, from what I can tell and the little we've communicated on social media, I can tell you're still never Hillary. Why? Well, the, it, it is very sad that out of the entire population of America, we can't come up with any better choices than Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. I couldn't, I couldn't, agree, anymore. I couldn't agree more of that. If we want to start talking about why um, why I don't want Hillary Clinton to be the next president, I guess we need to start with Donald Trump. Because uh, after watching the DNC for the last three days, uh, about 90% of their platform is that she is, in fact, not Donald Trump. Uh, I can tell that by looking at her. They don't need to tell me that. But Sure. Um, they are telling us that Donald Trump is the embodiment of everything wrong with the culture in America. Well, Hillary Clinton is the embodiment of everything wrong with government in America. So which, you know, which of the two, they're both equally evil. They are both horrible. They are threatening us that Donald Trump is going to steal our freedom. He's going to, you know, he's going to ruin our democracy. Well, what did Hillary Clinton just do? We have documented cases in, I mean, I, multiple states of election fraud. She is already stealing our democracy. So... What are we supposed to be afraid of? It's already happening. Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to completely argue with that other than I don't know if, if it's because I'm a little older. I'm 10 years older than you. Uh, if I'm a little older and and I'm just cynical to the point where I just don't think it's ever going to be any different. Yeah, and see that... And that that's where Bernie comes in because it can be different. It can it be, different, be different and it should be different. The only way it's going to be different is if we all decide to make it that way. Well, here's here's what I here's what I said the other day on the on the last podcast, one of the last ones, and I truly believe this where I was I'm begging and pleading with Bernie supporters to not jump off of the roller coaster here because I believe that's what it is. A a big long scary up and down up and down roller coaster is that movements and revolutions don't happen 
in uh, in one election cycle. They don't happen in one year. Sometimes they don't happen in an entire generation. And and I and, and I'm just terrified of going backwards. I just really am. I mean, it, it, that in anything in life, whether it's my day job, whether it's a radio show, whatever, it, or whether it's just insert things here. Losing traction and momentum and going backwards to me is a bad idea. And I think that that's exactly what Don Trump and the people who support them are completely all about. And 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 going in the direction of Hillary Clinton to me, while I don't disagree with a word you're saying on on a lot of the shady shadiness of this woman and this family, for that matter, you know, they've been in power of some kind since I was born in 1980. That didn't just happen because they're really good at what they do. They've also, I mean, the, the, the system is, there's a rigged element to the system, but their general core beliefs line up with a lot of my general core beliefs. And I just, I feel like, I feel like in the next four years or eight years or, or some area of, of, of the next decade or less, there'll be a disciple of Bernie Sanders with Oh, no doubt. The endorsement of Bernie Sanders that will completely, truly change where we're going. But I mean, if, what, what if do you? Any, what, if anybody in the 2020 election tries to do anything like what Hillary Clinton did, there will in four years we will have the infrastructure down pat to make sure that that does not happen. Um, but it, you were talking about Hillary Clinton's core beliefs, and I'm, I'm not entirely sure what they are. They did just release the the DNC platform the other day, and. Uh, it's funny how f- from the beginning of the primaries to the end of the primaries, her her personal platform has changed significantly to resemble that almost exactly of Bernie Sanders' platform. Um, so her, her entire career, she's pandered well. She's always said the right things to the right people. She knows the words to say. Her, her platform looks legit. It looks okay. She, she gave us 80% about, of, about 80% of what Bernie Sanders was asking for, but she did... There are several very important things that she didn't include that Democrats everywhere, have, you know, it's very important to them. And a lot of the, the, the a lot of the um, go in that direction of the Bernie, um, you know, the, the, the Bernie policies and the she did it because she had to. She, right. didn't, she didn't necessarily it, do it because she she wanted to. She did it because she had to. Currently, forty five percent of Bernie Sanders supporters say that they will not vote for Hillary Clinton in any in any election ever. Yeah, I and know. part of that is because she. She panders well to everybody, except she. the only group of people that she refuses to pander to are Bernie Sanders supporters. Even though she has already accepted 80% of Bernie Sanders' platform, she is still treating us, you know, even the selection of the vice presidential candidate, Tim Kaine, is that yeah. his name? Yes. That's, that is a huge middle finger to us. He is a Wall Street executive. He is the exact opposite of what Bernie Sanders you know stands for yeah you're right and i didn't uh, i'm not gonna pretend to know a whole lot about uh tim candy and austin hall from the uh, local band uh, sam kill the bear in here with me a bernie sanders supporter um we're gonna play a little music too but we, i figured we'd come in a little early and talk uh, about this because hillary clinton accepts the nomination tonight it's a, it's a historic day whether you like it or not and so i thought if there's ever a day to talk about it today's the day but I, i'm not gonna pretend like i know a lot about uh, tim kane because i don't uh, basically, what I found out about what I know about Tim Kaine, I learned last night from the commentators uh, on whichever news um, cable network I decided to bounce around to. And he is the establishment. He is absolutely the establishment. And that, when it comes down to it, that's the problem that Bernie Sanders supporters have: is the establishment. We, 
you know, it's it's not Democrat Republican. We could, you know, I don't care what label you put on Bernie Sanders. Those are the platforms we want. Um, we're looking for a candidate that is going to shake the establishment, and that is not anywhere close to what Hillary Clinton is going to do. And I, again, I won't disagree with you on that. I knew I wouldn't disagree with you a whole lot, except that I just I, I well, scared let me, of Trump. Let me ask. Well, let me let me ask you that exact question. Are you concerned more than just you let know? Me, I'm not sure. I'm not. You know. I'm let me tell really, you a little bit why I'm not so concerned about Don Trump. Don, Don Trump. He, he uh, is absolutely wait. a demagogue and a bigot. He is absolutely a horrible leader. Uh, he absolutely knows nothing about foreign policy, and he will say anything that he thinks as, as soon as he thinks it without even contemplating whether or not it's a good idea. But as we have seen over the last eight years, peop- the congressmen and senators that we have are very, very solid at obstructing policies with, whom, with presidents that they do not agree. So I... Will he be annoying? Yes. Will he be obnoxious? Will he treat it like an entertain a reality show? Probably. But there, Bernie Sanders said that one you know a president can't change the election. Well, that's true for Bernie Sanders. It's also true. Well, not the election. You know the the course of America. The process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Donald Trump can't change it any more than Bernie Sanders could have. Donald Trump is going to need people to come out in droves to support his people and. I don't really think they're educated enough to know which people are his on the ballot. So I'm not <laughs> so, too concerned about that. So you, you you actually think that he probably won't be able to get anything no, truly done. No, the, the the wall he's talking about would cost... Uh, it's not I've, happening. I've seen numbers of up to $20 million, and that's just to build it. And then there's $7 million of upkeep every single year. It's not... Or it might have been billion. I don't. Whatever the number was... Lots it, of money. It was, the, once you start adding that many zeros, that's... It, that you can't afford to build and maintain the wall that he is attempting to build. Impossible to do. Well, and and then there's also the you know the, the argument and conversation. What does it accomplish? Virtually nothing. Um, there's you know there's tunnels these days to to try to smuggle exactly. drugs into exactly. The, into if they the, went in, they got tunnels. They're gonna they get already in. have the tunnels, or they just get on a boat and go around it. I mean, it's it's gonna happen. Um, but I mean, again, I I, I don't want to talk about the silly the silly parts of of that. That that's just that's just nonsense. But so I, I guess in, I'm not scared of a Donald Trump presidency because we can stop him. That's 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 where you and me differ. I am terrified. Of the man, and the main reason is on the, this is the Stone on Air podcast. Austin Hall, my guest. Um, the, the main reason is because of the progress that I feel like has been made in the last eight years. Now we can argue. I don't have enough time to do a, a, a to, to do a show, uh, argue, you know, going on for the last eight years. But but I believe there's been a lot of progress made. I don't want it lost. I don't want that progress lost. And and. I think that while again I'm not thrilled with Hillary Clinton either, that the that the progress that I enjoyed that we've made we won't lose with her being president. I believe that whoever is the next president between Gary Johnson, which it won't be, uh, Trump or Hillary, it's a one term deal. Any regardless of how you look at it, as long as one of the parties can come up with somebody who can captivate God, the nation. God, can't be hard, can it? <laughs> well, but, that, but, but, but part of captivating the nation is lying to them. It's making stuff up. Because you can't captivate w- w- uh, without, having, without, without having bold, outlandish lies to grab people other than Bernie. 
Bernie did do it. And he did, I mean, 20 some states, 20, what is it, 19, 20 states, not, almost 2,000 delegates. That is a real movement. That is real change. It's just not, it's just not quite enough. I mean, we're, we're talking about lying to the people. Let, let's just look at the last, the, the entire primary process. We were told that it was a fair process. There was no collusion. They were not, you know. They, no, that's a lie. It's a lie. It's a straight up lie. We didn't, you know, we didn't need these WikiLeaks emails to come out, but we have them. Uh, and I mean, to, to just see emails from people in the Democratic National Convention speaking the way that it, just in emails, they were so contemptible to Bernie Sanders in every way. They were questioning his religion and just attacking him. Uh, you know, they were making up stories saying that his his campaign was, you know, it wasn't organized. How do you get 20 states as a democratic socialist if your campaign's not organized? But the problem isn't even with the emails talking about the collusion against Bernie Sanders. The bigger problem is that the media hasn't talked about it. They haven't brought it up once. We have, we have proof that... They colluded against Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders hasn't brought it up. Nobody is bringing up the fact that they cheated in this election. They I, stole it. I believe that the reason that Bernie Sanders doesn't bring it up because that he is thinking from the same kind of mindset that I just gave you of. Man, we can't go the other direction. And I don't I don't fault the man for that. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm so proud of what he did. I'm proud to have been a part of it. And he, you he got a lot accomplished. I am disappointed. But it, the man had an incredibly difficult decision to make, and we, you know we we need to give him a break. It, you know, may, the movement can go wherever the movement wants to go. We need to give the man a break. Well, you you were angry. I was angry. You're and 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 and, mo and most when he when he uh, endorsed Hillary Clinton, Very I angry. cheered the man. Um, because I believe I do not believe he's a fraud. You talk to my parents. I was a I was in a beach house when he endorsed Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I, we had one day at the beach. I was miserable. <laughs> I I, uh, I I do I do did not believe then nor now. Even though it's you know it's only been a couple of weeks, but that he's a traitor, that he's a liar, that he had a false uh, uh, message or a false campaign. I don't believe any of that at all. Not even kind of. I think in the end, it's still this game that has to be played. And he, he's trying to make it that it, this game doesn't have to be played he this way. He didn't play the game, and which is crazy because he almost won it. But in, in he, the, he got but in, so close to winning it, and he wasn't even playing. But in the end, he did he did play the game a little bit more because I I just truly believe. I mean, I I am terrified of right strong right wing um, Republicans. Period. And Don Trump's not even a damn Republican. I mean, the guy's a liar. On you know, we talk about oh Hillary the liar. Well, Don Trump all he does all the guy does is lie. Hillary is hardly a Democrat, though, if you go by the belief she had at the beginning of the primary process instead of Mr. Sanders' platform. <clears throat> well, and I mean, if you can go back and, and for years and I d and find discrepancies, and I do understand the concept of uh, of if you're under the microscope for 40 years, of course there's going to be things that people are are, are are challenging you about, and 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 you're regularly going to be uh, you're going to screw up. We're human beings, right? You're going to do something wrong. There's a there's a saying that that. I've seen a couple places on the internet that Hillary has been both for and against every issue on the docket at some point in her career, depending on who she's talking to. I agree with that, and we've man, we, I, we've got to get to break and get our final segment in here. This one's gone with again. Not it doesn't matter how long we go, but I got want to try to get it posted here in the next hour or so. Uh, but I, I real quick before we get out, and then um, we'll come back and just wrap it up. Uh, I believe though that's less about Hillary, and that is more about us. That is more about the 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 culture and society of America. 
I, I don't believe for one second that ever in Hillary Clinton's life, from the time she was a little girl to 10 years ago to 20 years ago, that she didn't believe in gay and lesbian rights. And, and, the, and, and, the, and marriage equality. I don't believe for a second she didn't ever believe that that's the way things should be. But she couldn't say that out loud. She couldn't say that out loud. Or she would never be able to get anywhere further in a political career. Same thing with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton says the same thing now. He said the same thing in the 90s. In the 90s, you didn't dare support gay and lesbian anything. Or, or you're one of those faggots too, right? I mean, that, that's, that's the culture back then. I think that was more about us and less about her. And then you can you can insert some other discrepancies as well that might fall into that. But that that's my big example of, well, she didn't used to be for it. No, you didn't used to be for it. She couldn't be for it or nobody would have voted for her because of the bigotry of the country. So I do think that's a little bit on us and not as much on her. Well, there's there's a fourth candidate, if I can just sure, real absolutely. quickly. The fourth candidate that's available, she has... Uh, many of Bernie's policies. It's Jill Stein. I know very little about her. Right. She she doesn't get a lot of publicity, but she was at the Democratic National Convention when the when uh, half of the convention walked out after Hillary was, uh, after the roll call process happened. After the walkout, Jill Stein was outside and got nearly all of those delegates rallied behind her. And you said if the you green, are, green Party, The right? Green Party. If you are interested in the Bernie Sanders movement and don't want Hillary and you don't want Trump, look into Gary Johnson, look into Jill Stein. If everybody who voted for Bernie votes somewhere else, we could at least show them that we are not paying attention to and they and, and the more support you get over the course of elections, the slow, it might be slow. Again, we're a very impatient society. But... These are these are movements, revolutions, and they don't just happen like that. You, so that's why I have said, please don't let Donald Trump be the president. Please, even if it has to be crooked Hillary, as they call her. Um, I don't hate her. I don't overly like her. I don't hate her. I don't think she's a liar in the sense that I can't wait to deceive people. Like I'm tr- that. That's my nature. I think that's Donald Trump. I think he enjoys just BSing around and and being being the demagogue that he is and and just fooling people into things because I think it's he thinks it's a TV show and that's what God I hate TV shows and that's what this has become. Austin Hall is my guest. We got to get out of here and get one more segment and we'll talk. Uh, we'll pretty much be done with this. Anything we want to put the wraps on when we get back. And um, we'll play a tune real quick, too, as well, and talk about the Battle of the Bands. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast for July 28, 2016. Hillary talks tonight at the DNC. Whether you like it or not, it's history. Woman's never gone this far. I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you that I think that's pretty impressive, too. And I've had other people say, yeah, well, it's too bad it has to be Hillary. I agree. But give it a little bit of credit. 240 years, and we, we've we only let women vote for like 120 of those damn years. I don't even think that's right. I think it's even less than that. We're an odd bunch of people. All men are created equal. Yeah, my new, my you know what. We're changing that. That's why I don't want to go backwards. Yesterday's gone. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. They said it in 1992, and I'm saying in 2016. Thank you, Austin, for being here. We'll play some music and change gears just a little bit and call it a morning here shortly. It's a Stone On Air podcast. Thanks for being here. Now back to more Stone On
on air. Psychological torment. Stove on air. It's funny how when you don't plan things at all and then it all just kind of comes together. It's the Stone on Air podcast. My name is Brian Stone. My guest today, Austin Hall from the band Sam Killed the Bear. Talking a lot of politics last segment. We'll put the wraps on that here in just a minute. What lies ahead, I have no way of knowing. But under my feet, baby, grass is growing. It's time to move on. But I just opened up my uh, my Facebook page to pull some information real quick about the uh, Battle of the Bands we're just going to talk about here in a minute. And guess what? I'm automatically logged in. I understand. I'm not some old man who doesn't get how technology works. But that's how easy something like that is to happen. And I'm still pretty damn bummed about how this whole stuff went over at uh, Fraud Ra- Excuse me, Talk Radio 102.3. And if you don't know the full details, go back to the first podcast from January 18th. It lays it all out word for word. And this song is, since 1994, it's something I've used to like as self... Uh, um, I don't know if medication is the right word, but you know, self-therapy. Time to move on. It's time to get going. What lies ahead, I got no way of knowing, which I'll play on its, in its entirety on the way out. So when, you know, confused, you don't know what's going on, you're mad, Tom Petty always just kind of soothes the soul. But, uh, yeah, there we go. So if, if if Chattanooga State Community College were a bunch of, you know, really low lifes like Cumulus Media of Chattanooga, like the people at KC 106 or Talk Radio 102.3, they're low lifes like that, they could probably get into my Facebook and find something that they didn't like as well and not let me uh, come in here. So I'll I'll try to log out this time around. Austin Hall is in here with me. So we were talking Hillary, never Hillary, uh, feel the burn, uh, crazy, maniacal, demagogue Trump, Gary Johnson, Jill... Stein. Stein from the Green Party. And um, and I, I asked you earlier, why do you believe what you believe? Why the vote? Why do you vote the way you vote? Is it just because you've always done it that way? Is it just because that's all you know? That's not a good answer. And that's not a good reason. Now, if you don't want to change your mind, you're like, pound sand, dude, I don't care about you. Well, then fine. I doubt you would be listening to this right now if you didn't at least care for one word that would come out of my mouth. Just think about that. If the reason you've done anything in life is because that's just the way you've always done it, consider doing it differently. We'll put the wraps on that um, that idea right now. But uh, Austin's got uh, his guitar out. We'll play something for a minute on the way out. We've gone real long today. We're going to be well over an hour, but that's cool. Uh, you got coming up something you put together yourself, a, uh, a battle of the bands. Um, the uh, Road to Nightfall is a big one we have here in town that's uh, become a, a really big and fun and cool concept like that. This is on a little smaller level. A lot of bands that might not have the opportunity yet to be on a stage like that. This can almost be maybe like a, ste- a stepping stone. Right. That, that was sort of the idea when, when I put this together. It's only been about a week and a half in the making. The response has been great. But we actually do have a couple of bands that, that were a part of Road to Nightfall. We I got see that. Uh, Dr. B in the E's. Uh, Shabti, uh, so we, a band called Easy Roscoe, and we also have some bands coming from Maryville, Nashville. We got some bands coming from all over the place. Uh, it's going to be September 3rd, 10th, and 17th for round one, um, and then the finals are going to be the first day of October. 
it's all on all on Saturdays. All on Saturdays. All on Saturday nights. Six bands a night. Uh, there will be a small cover charge. You come out and you'll get to vote for whichever band you like. It'll be a whole lot of fun. Over on Mayo's on yes. Brainerd. Mayo's Bar and Grill on Brainerd Road. It's right by the Church's Chicken, sort of near the Sonic. Yep. Um, other than. Um, I, I, I told you that I, I will be out of town one of those days. I'm going to do some judging, uh, I and I, I think that's really cool. Uh, we got a Joshua Picard and judging as well. We got Nate Peckinpah trying to get a couple other guys from around. Awesome, the, from Nate the, from Underground, same. and uh, so that cool. That'll be fun, and I, I will miss that one date, but uh, the other dates I'll be available. And um, and then the the, the uh, and Sunsap is another band. They yeah, were on. They were great. on. They were on the old show. Uh, I know them because of you guys. I think they opened for you one night when I uh, came out to see you guys at JJ's. So the, they were they were in and uh, on the old show, which you can still find at stoneonair.com if you'd like to check that out. All those shows are still archived as well as all these podcasts are too. What uh, again, prizes are uh, they? Uh, we're still working on prizes. Uh, we're uh, again, I just put this together about a week and a half ago. We're still looking for sponsors. Um, but we, we plan on having some pretty nice looking prizes by the end, by the time the, the sponsor deal is done. All right, cool. Well, we'll, uh, post that to the Facebook page as time goes along and share like love and, uh, everything else. So, uh, pretty much done here running late. Got to get this thing posted here soon and get on with a regular day and a real job and a real life where we don't just get to sit around and, and, uh, and, and just screw around on the radio, which is my ultimate pastime. And I love to do, but you got to put the wraps on it eventually. Um, Anything we didn't get to you wanted to in the last segment uh, as far as Bernie and Hillary? I mean, I, I, I get I love your passion. Um, I, th- I wish more people were like that. Um, we have a few differences of opinions, maybe even more than a few. But overall, I mean, I respect where you come from. But anything we didn't get to you wanted to get to? Uh, nothing I can say on air. <laughs> but perfect way <laughs> to put the wraps on that conversation. Let's play something live. You ready? This is Austin Hall. He's the lead man for the band Sam Kill the Bear here locally, and their show is podcast on the uh, on the website at stoneonair.com. Um, that was back in March, I believe. It's been a little while now. Uh, the video is there, and the audio is there at the uh, stoneonair.com website, so check that out. If you would, please, this is Stone On Air Podcast. Be sure to like, share, and always love. Austin Hall is live. There's something the matter with me Or is that what I want to believe? Why do I torture myself? Or do you think that I just can't tell? That I could be happy too just as boring as you Yes, I could be happy Matter. 
think that might be as about appropriate of a tune as you can do for a show like we had today. Austin uh, Hall, thanks for being here, man. This is the Stone On Air podcast. Putting the wraps on it, the Battle of the Bands information will get out there more here as it gets closer. It's still that's in September, so a little time before we get to that. My name is Brian Stone. Be sure to like, share, and always love the show. We'll be on SoundCloud, iTunes, and stoneonair.com before the day's over. And just about every single podcast uh, app out there, um, I believe, is there as well. I'm, I am still trying to figure out this whole podcasting world. And uh, it was it's just out of pure ignorance, just being in regular FM radio for a long time. It was something I didn't pay a lot of attention to. I'm beginning to believe in it more and more and more and believe that it is the future. And here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, I believe that I am in the on the ground floor of this concept. And I think in the long run, that's going to work out for me very, very well. So more on that to come as the weeks and months and years Uh, go by and I'll be sure to make sure social media lets you know all about it and maybe even more places will be uh, we whoever we ends up being I I hope this is more than just a me thing we'll see how it goes so on the way out again the tune that is Ben Harper is one and a few others I've never needed a therapist because I've always had a handful of songs and, and musicians I can just go to them put it on turn it on real loud in your headphones and just listen and it usually can take care of whatever that problem is from 1994's Wildflowers it's time to move on from Tom Petty we'll do this again soon when No idea. Probably next week sometime. See you later, guys.